Welcome to Her Movement Podcast, the show where we empower women entrepreneurs to build their own movement and create a bigger impact in the world. I'm your host, Preeti Singh Rajput, and I'm beyond excited to have you join me on this exhilarating journey. In each episode, we dive deep into the inspiring stories of remarkable women entrepreneurs. We'll explore their successes, their struggles, and the pivotal moments that shaped their journey. This podcast is a platform for real and raw conversations. Sharing our stories is empowering and instrumental in inspiring others to step into their greatness. From overcoming challenges to celebrating triumphs, our guests will take you on a transformative journey through their experiences. Join us as we delve into topics such as building a loyal community, creating your own movement with your own experience, growing your business with impact, and so much more. Our guests are trailblazers in their respective niches, and they are ready to share their wisdom, insights, and actionable tips that you can implement in your own business and life. Whether you are just starting out or looking to take your business to the next level, Her Movement Podcast is your go-to resource for inspiration, guidance, and real-world strategies that truly work. So grab a cup of coffee, tune in, and let's embark on this exciting journey together. Get ready to ignite your passion, elevate your mindset, and build your own movement. Hello, Sani. Welcome to Her Movement Podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. And uh, I've gone through your work. It's so inspiring. And I'm so, so happy that you accepted the you know, invitation and you agreed to come on this podcast. I know there is just so much value that you can provide to my audience. Welcome to the podcast, Sandy. Oh, thank you so much for having me. And, and if I seem to be moving around, I'm sitting on a ball. So sometimes <laughs> I forget and I start rolling. And so I look like, but I'm very stable. I'm just feel uh, free. Comfy. Feel free. It's a, you know, uh, it's a conversational podcast. We can be ourselves. We, it, what matters is the value that we bring on the table. Yeah. So nothing else. And Sandy, I actually start my podcast with this question and I really want to hear your answer. What movement are you building with your business? Okay. So for me, I guess my movement is really empowering women all around the world, empowering them to understand that through the power of their mind and their thoughts and their actions, they can create a life beyond anything they could have ever imagined before. I've done it. I love teaching others how to do it. And the more women that um, I can help do that, the better the world will be. Awesome. Awesome. And you are my first guest when it comes to wealth mindset for women. Well, Welcome to Her Movement Podcast, welcome. the show where we empower so, women uh, entrepreneurs Sandy, to build their own movement story, and create a bigger impact in the world. The I'm your host, Preeti Singh Rajput, yeah, and I'm beyond sure. excited so, to have you join me on this accelerating journey. In each episode, um, we dive deep into the inspiring stories of remarkable women entrepreneurs. Explore their successes, their struggles, and the pivotal moments that shaped their journey. This podcast is a platform for real and raw conversations. Sharing our stories is empowering and instrumental in inspiring others to step into their greatness. From overcoming challenges to celebrating triumphs, our guests will take you on a transformative journey through their experiences. Join us as we delve into topics such as building a loyal community, creating 
creating your own movement with your own experience, growing your business with impact and so much more. Our guests are trailblazers in their respective niches and they are ready to share their wisdom, insights and actionable tips that you can implement in your own business and life. Whether you are just starting out or looking to take your business to the next level, Her Movement Podcast is your go-to resource for inspiration, guidance and real-world strategies that truly work. So grab a cup of coffee, tune in and let's embark on this exciting journey together. Get ready to ignite your passion, elevate your mindset and build your own movement. So suddenly the money that I had been making, kind of hobby money, I'd been sewing, I love lycra, I love um, colour, I love designing. So I'd just been sewing swimwear and gymwear and selling it on the weekends and just making a bit of money on the side. That suddenly had to become my actual full income. And let me tell you, I was so not the business person. I just made such a mess of it. I ended up $100,000 in debt. I had to go on welfare. Um, And at the time, welfare was, you know, most people know US dollars. So it was about $7,500. And that's a year. And living in Australia on $7,500 a year just wasn't possible. So I was just getting further and further into debt and really no idea how I could change my circumstances. And I started to get very interested in um, success and how people create success and what they did. So my first uh, real, I guess, awakening around that was that practical actions. But as I dive deeper, I realized the practical actions are just part of the process. It's what goes on up here that really makes the difference. And so I really, really got so excited about everything to do with the mind and positive thinking. And then I moved beyond positive thinking to learning about the law of attraction. And that's literally when everything just completely changed for me, when I discovered that our thoughts create our reality. And when you combine those thoughts with energy, which is emotion, and you focus on what it is that you want and you take action toward it, the universe rewards and um, yeah that's basically how I went from welfare to millionaire and so my absolute passion now is showing other women how how they can rewire their mind how they can release all those blocks how they can you know get rid of self-sabotage how they can really step into being an amazing creator and creating a life that they truly love filled with abundance. And if that includes having a business they love, then I'm all for that as well. Wow, that's awesome. But how how did you get into that zone? Because most of the time what I see is when we are faced with difficult times, it's just so hard to believe Mm -hmm. that prosperity and abundance is an option and we can choose that. I know. Uh, Honestly, I look back and think, how did I do it? Because, you know, think about it. I was $100,000 in debt. Right. And I thought that, okay, even if I get a job and I work really hard for the next, you know, 10, 15, 20 years, I still have to live on money. So if I have anything left over, it's all going to go into paying off that debt and I'm never going to be able to do anything or go anywhere or have anything because I'll always be having any extra leftover money will be going to debt. So it was really, really challenging. But I guess for me, my saving grace was 
I'm a little bit like Scarlett O'Hara, okay? I don't know <laughs> if anyone's seen Gone with the Wind. And at the very end of it, I remember her client going down the stairs and then thinking about how Rhett had disappeared and then she's kind of looking into the mist and she's going, oh, I'll think about that another day. That's me when it came to how things actually were and instead thinking about how I wanted things to be. And I think for me, that really was my saving grace because if I thought about how things really were in my life, being $100,000 in debt, had a car that was so crappy and old, it rattled, it shook. When it rained, it leaked so much that I used to have a plant that would sprout up in the backyard, in the back seat between my children. Um, you know, I wasn't able to do any of the things that I truly loved. I couldn't go to yoga classes or buy fresh flowers or go to the gym. There was no way I could travel. Like all the things that make my heart sing, I couldn't do. So learning about the law of attraction and learning about this universal law that says what we focus on, we create, to me, that was like, whoa, okay, I am happy to spend my days thinking about having a house that is beautiful, that's all mine, that nobody can say the rent's going up or you've got to move out or, you know, I, I could just live in it and know it was mine. Having a car that was so lovely, it started every time that I turned the key and didn't leak and, you know, just dreaming of all the things I could do, traveling the world. And so I did, I spent a lot of time in that place. Instead of focusing on how my life actually was, I spent a lot of time visualizing and affirming and seeing my ideal life. Now, when I was really young, my mum always used to say, Sandra, you know, whatever I tell you goes in one ear, out the other, you're off with the fairies. But in this instance, I realized that being off with the fairies and daydreaming about all the things that I was going to create and have and do, that was actually serving me. That was me putting my order out to the universe saying, this is what I want. I am open. I am ready. I'm not only thinking about it, but I'm feeling it in my heart. I'm really connecting to it. I'm being at one vibrationally with it. And what that what happens when you do that is, is you basically, and I know this sounds, you know, it's part of this sounds very woo-woo. It sounds very out there. It sounds very, you know, new age hippie-ish. But we are so blessed that we currently live in a time where science is being able to validate a lot of the things to do with the mind and to do with creation. And so what happens is focus on what you want, add that emotion, and what happens is it goes out into the quantum field and everything in the quantum field is energy. And that's how everything is created. Everything manifests. Everything comes into being through thought and through the quantum field. So basically, I was just putting orders out into the quantum field all day long, left, right and center. And because one of the great things about first learning about the law of attraction, <clears throat> pardon me, is that it's kind of beginner's luck. You get so excited about the fact that there is a way to have a new life, a different life, have the things that you want, that you don't have a lot of doubt. You're just like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And so you really get into it and you're firm and you do your vision board and you say your affirmations and you do your visualizations and you do all the things. 
And so you start to create and attract things and it's very exciting. So, you know, beginner's luck happened for me. Everything started to turn around and I was just lucky that I fell in love with all the processes so much. And, and, and also I think not only did I fall in love with them, but I'm very, I've, I've got ADHD, so I can get very sidetracked. And so when it comes to manifesting, when it comes to focusing on what I wanted to create, that works as an advantage. It does, because for me, what I did was instead of doing one process and sticking to that every day for a month or two or three, I had to create lots of different processes to keep me excited, keep the energy level up, because I could say, okay, someone could say to me, Sandy, if you want to manifest a million dollars in the next year, you have to visualize that and say these affirmations every day <laughs> for the next year. And I know that after about, I don't know, maybe week three, week four, week five, I would the energy that I needed to create yeah. the force that would go into the quantum field to attract it back to me would be kind of lukewarm. It would kind of, instead of yeah. going out like this, it'd be kind of blah, 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 blah. So yeah. I came up with lots and lots and lots and lots of different processes and exercises and techniques and secrets and tools to, that I could continuously just pull from this buffet of all these things that I created and do this thing. So today I could feel abundant. And then the next day I might do something different. The day after that, maybe something different, but always something to keep me focused on what I wanted to create and to keep my energy up and keep my emotions really aligned with what it is that I wanted. So, I mean, that served me well having ADHD because, you know, <laughs> creating all those different processes. Now what I find is, because I've created so many, it's like anything. Other people that come to my buffet of things that I teach say, well, I really love this one and this one and I get so much value from this one, but I don't really want that one. But if I only taught like one or two yeah. things, people might come and say, oh, this doesn't really yeah. do it for me. I get got that. a choice of so many things that yeah. you know, really, it not only serves me well, but it serves all my clients and customers as well. So actually, you have you being in this habit of dreaming about your ideal world actually became your superpower. Mm -hmm. And ADHD helped you not go too intense into something. Take it easy, you know? Yes. Treat yes. it as if you, it's not just that you deserve it, it's yours. And then just forget about it. Yeah. 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 And I like that you brought that up about forgetting about it because a lot of people understand that. Um, when it comes to attracting, you've got to get clear on what you want. You've got to, you know, raise your vibration, be at one with it, try and get in alignment with it, align body, mind, and spirit with what it is that you want. But then you've got to detach. And people are yeah. like, oh my gosh, I don't understand. Do I have to forget about it? Do, am I not allowed <laughs> to think about it anymore? And then it's like, no, 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 no. Detaching is detaching from the outcome. Okay. It's being so excited and filled with joy about the thing that you're manifesting, like it hasn't appeared in your life, but it's on its way. So excited about it, so filled with happiness and gratitude that you feel like it's already in your life. And yeah. so you're not constantly looking, where is it? Is it coming yet? I, I don't know. I, do I need to do more? Do I, like, am I doing enough? And you start to have that kind of chasing energy or kind of obsession yeah. energy. So it's really about getting clear on what you want, 
and just getting into the energy of it, feeling if it's real, and then detaching simply means detaching from the outcome because you're so filled with joy, gratitude, and bliss. When you think about this thing already, it's almost as if it's already in your life. So, so it's more about not back. feeling anxious yes. about, you know, and, and, and some people I see, they put, uh, you know, these time limits on their goals. Uh, does it really work? Because it has never worked for me. I'm not sure if it really works. And if it works, what's the right way to do it? Because yeah. every time I put a, you know, date to things, it, I just don't feel connected to what I'm asking to this, you know, from this universe. Yeah. And it never manifests. Yeah. <laughs> I love that question. And that's something that, again, you know, manifestation and attracting what you want comes down to how you feel. Yeah. So that means me, for instance, I love to put a time on it. If I don't put a time on it, my mind is going, did the universe understand that I want this now? Like I want it soon. I like I, like I'm very impatient. Like if I want something, it's like bring it to me yesterday. So <laughs> I like to put a date on it because that makes me feel like the universe understands. And and I also know that the universe isn't going to once I put my order in, going to send me an email saying, Sandy, just a quick uh, confirmation that we got your order and it's coming along on this date at this time. So be prepared. I get that that's not going to happen and, and the date that I have may come and go, but at least I feel like I've got something to aim for. Whereas some people like yourself, you put a date on it and it makes you feel anxious. It makes you feel yeah. like, oh, I, I, like, is it going to come? Is it not going to come by this date? And it gets close to the date and then you start to doubt it's ever going to come. Right. So then you push it further away. So yeah. again, if, when it comes to manifesting, it's all about how you feel so if you love putting a date put a date if you don't like putting a date don't put a date <laughs> oh that's awesome that makes things easy it feels like okay now we can do it <laughs> and you also talk a lot about why women specifically struggle a lot when it comes to attracting prosperity and abundance in their businesses I would like you to you know enlighten us around that why is it so yeah and I, I I know when I speak to this sometimes I might come across as being very like real generalization right? like and it doesn't mean that everybody's like this but from my understanding if we go back to caveman days man was the one that went out and killed the woolly mammoth and got the food back and got the pelts and the furs for the clothing and bought the, you know, got, got everything ready, made everything, everyone there safe. And the women nurtured and picked berries and looked after the children and lit the fires. And, yeah. and so it was the man that did all the heavy lifting, if you will. So even though a long time and a lot of things have happened between now and then, our nervous systems are still very much wired yeah. for that. So although we are now out there making it happen and building our businesses and forging ahead, that yeah. is still very much a manual energy. And as women, if, if, if that's all we're doing, doing the doing, the doing, the doing, the doing, like all the work, our system can't kind of handle it as much as men. And again, this is what I'm saying. I might sound like I'm overgeneralizing and people will email me saying, what are you saying, Sandy? You're not being a feminist or whatever, if you want to call me. But 
<laughs> yeah. The bottom line is our energetically we are still wired to be that nurture more of a nurturer. So I'm not saying yeah. that's what we have to be, because I certainly am not. Like I'm the most non-nurturing person you know. <laughs> but um but still it is a little bit harder for women because we're wired that because back in caveman days if you did something as a woman the only way you stayed safe was to be in the community in the tribe and have the men looking after you and be part of the the you know women and the nurturing if you did something that made everyone else upset you could get banished from that tribe And banishment from a tribe meant certain death because you could no longer get food. You're not going to go out and kill the woolly mammoth. That's like, you're going to die. So we're hardwired to be in this place where we don't want to do anything that makes us stand out too much or make others not like us. And some of us have that more than others. Some of us don't give a damn. And some of us are like, oh, no, I don't want to say anything wrong. I don't want to stand out too much. I don't want to. So that's what kind of makes it a little bit tough because women these days are very much trying to do 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 and they're not taking any time to step back and incorporate some of the mindset techniques into their life and their business which will make everything so much easier so what they're doing is they're doing from a male energy chasing 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 the money the business the clients instead of stepping back dropping into their feminine energy and then attracting, attracting the clients, attracting the opportunities, attracting the, the people and the situations and the circumstances that allow their business to grow. And when you combine the two, the practical with the metaphysical, which is all the lovely mindset work that I teach, that's when I truly believe the magic can happen. Because yeah, it's, it's more about we have always been giving and we don't really feel like, you know, asking for things. So whether we ask from our, you know, on the sales calls, you know, asking for rightfully, you know, for, for that closure, not just expecting and begging that person to sign up or asking, you know, within our family environment or to the universe. It's more about giving. That energy is what we carry mostly. And in business, it's more about how confident you are about your service and then confident about asking for the money. And I have clients who suffer a lot when it comes to asking for the money for their programs. And it's just so weird. I know. It's one of those things that uh, it's like anything. You're not going to get good at it until you do it enough. Do it. Right. And the thing is, most people think, well, I'll wait until I feel confident and then I'll do it. But it's like, you're not going to get confident unless you do it. So you've got to do it and do it and do it and do it feeling not confident until you get to that point where you are confident because it's like anything it's like when you first learned to ride a bike or when you first learned to drive you've got to get started you just got to do it and then over time you'll become more and more confident and you know like anything the, the beauty of it these days is there's so much amazing information out there that we have access to so right. we can learn, we can have, you know, if, you, if you're really not confident asking for the sale, go out there and Google um, uh, sales scripts, but, you know, Google them, Google ones that uh, have a beautiful, soft, feminine energy to them. Like you can Google anything these days. If you use chat GPT, ask it to find you. Like, honestly, <laughs> there's so much that you can do to make it easy for yourself. And then you don't have to make it all up in your head. This is the beauty of the internet and the beauty of the times that we live in. There's so much 
information out there available to us we can get something that can be our template that can be our sort of framework for whatever it is that we want to do in our business and we can just start with that and we can improve it and make it better and make it our own as we go along but at least we've got something to start with right right and and there's just you know so many things in business where i feel like it's important for us to hold to that power within and go out there in the world um, with that power and having the realization that we it, it's ours you know yeah. it's not that we deserve it it's more like it it is rightfully ours well that's the thing like if you think about it the very fact that we are here on this planet alive in this moment it's like of all the gazillion people that could come to earth the universe god divine whatever you want to call it brought us here we are here right the very fact that we are alive here in this moment means we are deserving because the way the universe expresses itself is through us the universe or god or the divine isn't sitting up there on a cloud looking (laughs) down it's like it is just this energy moving any everywhere around us in us through us and it expresses through us so the very fact that we are here means we're deserving but the exciting part of that is whatever we desire for ourselves the universe always wants far more for us than we could ever want for ourselves yeah, and that's really where I think you that. talk about putting your combining the practical actions with mindset techniques, right? Yeah. And and I wanted you to exp- you know help my audience understand more around that how we can combine our practical actions with our mindset, and what are those techniques that you teach? Yeah. Okay. So so let's say someone is in a position where they want to uh, let's say just keep the numbers easy because I'm so bad at math. Uh, <laughs> let's say someone wants to bring in an extra $10,000 a month, right. okay? $10,000 a month. So yes, there's so many different practical actions you could take. But I always say before you even think about what practical action to take, step back, take a moment, close your eyes. And instead of trying to imagine what practical action you can take or see yourself doing all the things in your business, instead go forward in your mind's eye and see what it would be like to be making that $10,000. And what would you be doing? Like, would you be buying something with it? Would you be helping a family member with it? Would you be investing it? Would you be paying off a debt? What would Mm. you be doing with that money? And how would that make you feel if that was happening month after month after month? And get into that place and really seep your body, mind, and spirit. You'll seep yourself right down to the to a cellular level. Think about that, feel it, enjoy it, marinate in it. And when you've done that for a couple of minutes, then you open your eyes, and then what you do is you don't have to go, okay, what action should I take? You just let that marinate, let that seep in, let that just sink in and just what happens is if you really put a lot of feeling into that and really imagine it and feel it and connect with it, what happens is you will come up with an inspired idea. Oh, 
ideas will pop into your mind. The so ideas. the first step is to visualize and feel the outcome the and outcome. let that sink in, okay, with all the vibrations and whatever we can feel while we are actually thinking about it and living that moment when we already have that, we have to take a break and let it sink in. The break isn't necessarily a big break. You might find in yeah. that meditation an idea pops up. You might find oh. the second you open your eyes, an idea pops up. You might find later that day an idea pops up. You might find the next day or the next week or the next month. But if you do that consistently, something will pop into your brain. And particularly oh. if you take it to the next level. And another great idea is as you go off to sleep at night, mm -hmm. say to yourself, bring me a million dollar idea. Bring oh. a million dollar idea. And uh -huh. you will be amazed at what can happen. I don't know if you know Mark Victor Hansen, the chicken soup for the soul guy. Yeah. The soul, yeah. Oh, something yes. like, I don't know, half a billion books, a lot of books. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm a mentee of Jack Canfield. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so Jack and, and Mark, um, they obviously wanted a to have a bestseller. And yeah. that's what they used to do is they went off to sleep, bring me a best-selling title, bring me a best-selling title. And one mm -hmm. night, Mark woke up in the middle of the night, rang Jack, Jack's wife answered the phone and said to Jack, it's your other wife. <laughs> Jack, <laughs> Jack answers the phone and says, what? And he says, I've got a title. And that title was, you know, made the millions. Just like, right. you know, even for me, I remember... Um, I went, I used to, I wanted a million dollar idea. And I remember saying that to myself. And I woke up one morning with the name Wildly Wealthy Women in my head. I went straight online, registered the domain name. I just, that's what I did. Didn't have a clue what I was going to do with it. About three or four months later, I was at a seminar with my accountant. And I said to her, you know what? I want to take the information that you're sharing now around the practical ways to create wealth. And I want to bring in all the mindset techniques. And then we can have wildly wealthy women's wicked weekends. And, and the women can have beach walks and meditation. And you can teach them the practical. And I can teach them the mindset. And she said, yeah, sounds great. And anyway, we launched this program. And literally within the first three or four months, we made close to $2 million from an awesome. idea that popped into my mind. I didn't, we didn't spend any money on advertising or promotion. It's just this idea came to mind. I just kept getting ideas of how to promote it. And it just like the universe just delivered because I'd put in the groundwork. I'd spent the time imagining what it'd be like to be a millionaire, imagining what it'd be like to have my own home and my own car and travel the world and, you know, have the time to do the things that really make my heart sing. But that's what awesome. it's all about. And, and the thing is, everyone thinks, well, how long does that take? How long does it take from when you start visualizing or not affirming or doing all the processes to when you get the million dollars? The bottom line is, it's, that's like saying how long is a piece of string? Everybody is different. Everyone's had a different upbringing, has different beliefs, has different levels of doubt, different levels of um, confidence, different. Everyone's different. but the beauty of using universal law is that it's just that. It is universal. 
So it's yeah. not like the universe says, okay, we're going to make it work for Sandy, or we'll make it work for Preeti, <laughs> and we'll make it work for you and you and you, but hey, you over there, not you, not going to work for you. <laughs> Works for everybody. So, wow, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. And let, let's go back, Sandy, because it was like, you know, it, it feels like I needed that. And if I need it, I'm sure my audience needs it too. And so the first step was to kind of go into that feeling, give it some time, feel about it, and then ask for the higher intelligence to give you that idea or the ways to make that happen, right? Do not push into it. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. And, very and important. Ask, very important. Yeah. No pushing into it because pushing into it is that chasing yeah. energy, and you're just pushing away what you want. So just know right. that the universe, in its divine timing, will bring you the idea. Right. And the, the the thing is, though, you have to take action. So many people right. come up with ideas, and they talk themselves out of it. Or such mm. and such has already done that, or already seen that over there, or oh, I don't know if I could do that, or you know, blah 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 blah. So okay. yes, the action. Do the not take yourself out you of it, no matter what the circumstance. That's pretty pretty awesome, <laughs> and it makes things simple in a way. Yeah, and um, so when we receive an idea, how to actually make sure that the ideas that we're getting right now is something that's the idea well this is the tricky part okay so the universe again doesn't send us a confirmation email saying this is the big yeah. one yeah this is it. <laughs> it's like I've had lots of ideas and honestly yeah. I've lots of my ideas have made me lots of money but lots of my ideas have been disastrous but if I yeah. have to sit there and sift through them and decide which one was going to be good and which one wasn't going to be good and because I'm very impulsive and I don't really run it by other people. I just take action. Like I teach my, my students, we're, all, we're always told about um, ready, aim, fire. So get ready, you know, have the idea, aim, get it all prepared, make sure everything's ready and then fire, like get going. I am yeah. more about the ready. So, you know, come up with the idea, get it half ready, fire, like just get going. And then All right, to build that momentum. Prove it, make it better later. Yeah, building that momentum before it fades away. Yes. Yeah. All right, I'm getting so much value. I'm making notes and I do with all of my guests. Yeah. So, so sometimes amazing. your ideas are going to go places, sometimes they won't. But the bottom line is if you're taking action all the time, you'll find out very quickly if it's leading you in the right direction or if it's not. Oh. But if you're sitting yeah. there and you're in analysis paralysis and you're overthinking it and you're not doing anything well nothing is going to happen wow this is just so so good uh, and i have made notes and i'm sure my audience is making notes as well and you know sandy after talking to you it just feels like it's doable somehow before i would always feel like you know this um, law of attraction thing is very complicated and when you were just telling me that i used to you know dream fairy tales and be in a dreamy state and that's worked as a superpower for you now i'm realizing it's more of us taking it easy and believing that it's ours rather than you know putting too much of pressure and that push energy into the universe exactly. am i right yeah, yeah. totally because it is all about it's the law of attraction 
you're attracting things you're not it's not the law of chasing it's the yeah. law of attraction so yeah when you're attracting something think about it from a male and female perspective when you're attracting you're not running after the guy trying to get him right. you're just being gorgeous and amazing and thinking how fabulous you are and then it just comes to you so yeah. it's like that's you in the universe it's just knowing that what you desire is out there and the very fact that you've had that desire come into your mind means it's there waiting for you the universe waiting. has it waiting for you like your right. higher self your future self is sending you a message saying it's waiting it's here this is why you're thinking about it now so right. when you understand that yeah. and you know that it is there waiting that allows you to kind of step back, take a breath and not be in that frantic chasing energy because you know the thing you desire is right. out there waiting for you. It's in what right. I like to call your warehouse, out there in the universe, just you know, waiting for you to be energetically aligned with it so all your little helpers yeah. in the warehouse can say, she's ready, open the door, let's deliver what she wants. <laughs> <laughs> right this is so good this is so good um and now let's you know the example that you were giving sandy is something that every woman in this community will understand because we are all either looking to start a business or we already have a business and we want to kind of scale it and grow it further so let's go back to that example that you gave that if somebody wants to attract ten thousand dollars every single month consistent ten thousand dollars so the first step that you told is to feel the feelings if you already have it and, and then seek uh, the idea, right? And then take action on that without sabotaging it in your own mind. Now, it does you know, feel very simple, but I know that there'll be some beliefs some there, there'll be some challenges that every you know, person will face and the challenges could be different i might have a different challenge and somebody will have a different challenge now you also talk about how we unconsciously end up sabotaging our own you know abundance so i'm sure that's going to happen too so if something that like that happens so yeah yes. and and if that happens <laughs> how to make sure that we still keep ourselves in a place where we attract what we desire and i think i think the easiest way to kind of uh, explain it is give an analogy because i used to be an aerobics instructor i used to work in a gym okay so this is way back when and aerobics was all the craze and i used to teach aerobic classes at the local um uh, surf life-saving club and i'd have you know 50 to 100 women all bouncing around stretching and <laughs> you know, doing the Jane Fonda thing. And um, so I could say to all those women the same thing. Okay, to have your ideal body, to have okay. the body that you desire, you just need to probably eat less and exercise more, move your body, drink more water, drink more and eat more healthy foods. That's it. Like it's that simple. But think about if you told everyone on the planet that, would yeah. everyone... In the next month or two, have the ideal body. No. Why is that? Because the same is manifesting. We all have our own beliefs, our own self-sabotage, our own reasons why we can't do it or won't do it or won't work for me or blah, blah, blah. We're, we're all just excuse-making machines, really. All right. And so 
it really <laughs> comes down to you've got to be committed. You can't oh. just say, I want to make $10,000 a month. You have to be in that place where you not only think about making that $10,000 a month, and not just making the money, but think about how your life would be, what you would be doing, who you would be spending be time with. Be determined to make it work. Face. Like, yeah, really get into the experience, not just think about it, not just feel it, but experience it, embody it. When you embody being that person who's already manifested the thing that you want, your nervous system calms down. It's no longer looking ah. at thing and trying to get it and your nervous system calms down and when your nervous system calms down oh. guess what happens you get smarter you get ah. more creative okay you're more open to possibilities you're more confident so just the very fact that you're having the best time closing your eyes and imagining that you're living this life and doing all the things you want to do and having the fun and feeling so grateful just by doing that you are actually allowing yourself to open up to the ideas to open up to the connections the possibilities the things that are going to allow you to actually create the thing that wow. you what you're saying is if we take consistent action it's gonna slowly and slowly install faith in us mm-hmm. and settle down the doubts is it right Yes, absolutely. Oh, my God. And that's why action is so, so important when it comes to attracting things. And not just any action, taking action consistently will install faith in us. And then it's it's clear to the universe and our subconscious brain, mind, that that's something that I truly want. Because any type of action, the thing is, when it comes to action, When you take action, your logical mind says, oh, I'm doing something toward this thing that I want. I'm actually moving closer. But if you were to just, and this is why I'm such a big proponent of combining the metaphysical with the practical. If you're just taking action, particularly as a woman, and again, very generalized, I know, but as a woman, taking action, 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 action all the time, you're going to end up feeling like a hamster on a wheel. Ah. You're just going to feel burnt out, like you're running, 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 going nowhere. But if you're doing nothing but sitting there oming your way to a million (laughs) dollars, you're going to open your eyes and the money is not going to be in your lap. So you have to combine the two because what happens when you take the action, your logical mind goes, ah, I'm doing something toward what it is that I want. I'm okay. Everything's good. We're on our way. And so that allows, as I said before, your creative mind to get more Um, open to possibilities and ideas to pop in and you know and those ideas don't have to be million dollar ideas yes I myself have had a few million dollar ideas and you know thank god for that but they can just be little ideas that just make the smallest tweak in your business that can you know you might get an idea to let's say just read a magazine and in that magazine you see an article about a person and you email that person and suddenly some connection happens and some big business deal. Like, honestly, things happen. I remember when The Secret first came out, okay? I'd already written my book, How to Be Wildly Wealthy Fast, which is all about manifesting and mindset and bringing money into your life. But I heard about this thing called The Secret and I watched the trailer 
And the trailer was only like two or three minutes long. And it didn't say anything about the law of attraction. It just said it was about a secret and you couldn't buy it in Australia. But I just had this feeling, okay, a feeling that that movie was going to kind of make a difference in my life and in the world. So I emailed the secret people that through their website. And I said, you know what? I just feel that this is going to make a huge difference in the world. I'd love to send you a gift. And I got an email back from Ron DeBurn, the producer of The Secret. He yes. says, well, you know, we get a lot of emails and none ever come to me, but somehow yours came to me. Yes, I would love a, a gift. I'd love a present. So I sent her a copy of my book, How to Be Wildly Wealthy Fast, and I sent her a home study course. So at the time... It was a home study course in a binder with, um, you know, pages printed out with CDs in plastic sleeves, like the old <laughs> style. So I sent her all that and she got it. And she said, oh, my gosh, did you watch The Secret and then write your book and, and do your course? I said, no, 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 I've had these out for ages. And, you know, as it turned out through just a series of conversations that I had with her, she invited me to be. Uh, filmed for the secret that's a whole nother story we won't get into that but but the other side of that was I said we need to be able to see this in Australia and she said we can't sell it in Australia until it's aired on TV and because that's how they were going to launch it yeah. as it turned out they couldn't get the TV stations all around the world to sync up so they didn't do it that way so I said oh my gosh can't someone in America sell it to someone in it to you know Australians they said sure but you know we can't sell it to an Australian I said well you know what I've got a U.S. company my U.S. company could buy it bring it into Australia that one idea okay so I had the idea let's email the secret people and say good on you I didn't email them thinking yeah let's email them thinking how I can make a lot of money no let's email them I just got an idea an inspired idea email them and say you know great job and as it turned out from that one idea me suggesting me buy it bring it to Australia I made probably just over three million dollars in less than a year from that one wow. idea because wow. I ended up importing it into Australia distributing it all over the place like to shops to individuals like we were selling thousands upon thousands a week wow and so that's what I mean by an inspired idea did I ever think okay how am I going to make money this next year I know what I'm going to become an importer I'm going to find a product that people really like and I'm going to import it and then I'm going to distribute it everywhere and it's like no there's no way I would have come up with that idea but by just that one idea to email. Now, how many other people had thought, yeah. they're doing a great job. I'm going to email them and say, you know, that's amazing. Yeah. How many other people thought that and didn't do it? But right. through that one email and then having a conversation and then connecting and then, you know, saying, well, how about I do this? It all unfolded. And that's what I mean about inspired ideas and taking action. You have right. to take action. I could have taken action, sent the email, and you know someone else could have got it and said, "That's nice, thank you." No, we don't want to give. But as right. it turned out, you know everything just kind of lined up. That was the universe at its finest, just lining things up for me to create abundance. Because I and you being open work. to listen to that, wow, exactly. it's beautiful. Taking action so without inspiring. having to know all the steps. Taking action without yeah. having to know what was going to happen on the back end. Just taking right. action because 
it felt yeah. like the right thing to do. Right. Even though you didn't know how things will turn out, you still did that and you did email and that turned into such an amazing opportunity for you. Amazing, Sandy. And thank you so much. This is this is really, really gold. Um, and I know everyone in the audience is going to get benefited from this. Sandy, if someone wants to work with you, because I know that there is just so much that you have to offer if someone wants to work with you, what programs do you have? How do you work with your clients? Um, the main two ways that I love to work with people, obviously a lot of people read my book, How to Be Wildly Wealthy yeah. Fast, and that's yeah. all about money and manifesting and mindset. Um, but I've got a program called Divine Money Manifesting, and that oh. kind of takes money manifesting to a whole new level. It's really about breaking through blocks and... Uh, releasing all the self-sabotage and just getting really clear on putting your order into the universe. So that's uh, one of my most favorite programs. And my other is people that love the law of attraction so much, like really, really love it. And they want to live it every single day and they want it to become their business. I've been training people all around the world since about uh, 2009 to be internationally certified law of attraction coaches. Wow. So we've got about 1,500 um, mainly women from all around the world. And yeah, we do it. We've got a 10 month program and we take you through everything you need to know to become a coach and yeah. to be able to. And then really, you certify um, them. Yeah, certify them, internationally certified coaches. So yeah, it's a lot awesome. of fun. Awesome. And all the details, I'll be taking it from you. And I'll just put all of the details in the description of this podcast. So yeah. anyone who is looking to work with Sandy can directly get in touch with her, you know, using those links. Thank and you. And also Sandy. for any of the listeners, if they if they kind of want to start down that path and start to rewire their mind, I've got a yeah. bundle of um, free audios, Wildly Wealthy wow. audios, and they can just get them at Wildly Wealthy free.com why they well lucky free yeah they can they can get those i've got some guided visualizations and some affirmations wow. and just things to to really yeah to, to just start understanding themselves about. yeah yeah awesome awesome thank you sandy for taking out this time sharing your secrets with us and my audience thank you so much my pleasure and i think the main thing i want to kind of leave people with is um, you might look at me and go, whoa, she's created great success. She's something special. But the bottom line is I am like everyone else. I dropped out of high school. I did not even finish high school, let alone go to you know college or university. So I dropped out of high school. I had no connections that had money, no relatives with money, no, no brilliant brain. Like I was just a normal everyday person who my biggest thrill was going to the beach. I just love going to the beach, swimming in the yeah. ocean. And that was it. I, I lived for the weekends. and But I just felt like I'd been born into the wrong life. I just really felt like I wanted more. I wanted freedom. I didn't want to, because at the time I was working, you know, five days a week. And I just felt like I didn't want to be working for somebody else. I wanted to have freedom and I wanted to have choices. And so I yeah. figure if I've been able to do it, the person with you know no skills, no connections, no money behind me, dropped out of high school. If I can do it, anyone can do it. Okay, so I, I really look um, forward to 
some of your listeners coming on board, joining me and really making a huge difference to the levels of. And, and I can see that happening because, yeah. you know, um, it's just so inspiring to see that, you know, you were struggling and, and you were a single mother w- with nothing. And then slowly and slowly, it's more about you having the desire and you being courageous enough to to see it through that if you have a desire it means something persistence yeah <laughs> it it means something because mostly when the hard times come and we go through any hardship in our life we just feel like you know that we don't deserve it maybe and, and that's, that's when you got to double down though that's when you got to yeah I know, but this is the thing, when hard times come, most people go, oh, you know, I'm going to be like this forever, and they give up, and they moan and groan, and they share how bad it is with their partner, and their friends, and their parents, and their anyone who, you know, within earshot, they'll just go on and on about it, not realizing that in that moment, what they're doing is creating more of the same. Oh, yes. I'm like anyone else. I have ups and downs. Like anyone who's have a business, they know what it's like. Like there's great times and there's like challenging times. But <laughs> the thing is when it is challenging, when things aren't going the way that you want, when life throws something at you that, you know, really knocks you sideways, that's the time to not kind of give up and say, oh, I can't do my affirmations and I feel like crap, so I'm not going to visualize today. That's the time you need to do more. That's the time yeah. you need to really do whatever you can to shift your energy, to shift where you are, what you're thinking, and be able to focus on what it is that you truly want, knowing that you wouldn't be thinking about it if the universe didn't already have it there waiting in store for you. Right. Sandy, if I ask you about three tips that you can give to my audience that can, you know, quickly shift their um, energy and they're going you know, through some hard time and if they quickly want to shift their energy, what will those three tips be? Something simple and quick for them to use. Okay. I think one of the best ways is listen to other people's successes, but ah. do it from a different space than most people. So most people, when you're going through a hard time or even if you're in an okay time, you want to do better and then you listen to someone who's doing great most people listen to that and go, oh, how come uh, they're able to do it? Why not me? What's wrong with me? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Instead, when you listen to someone else's success, get really excited. The very fact that you're in that vibration, in that energy where you're open to hearing of someone else's success means that you're closer than you think to your own success. So that's oh. the first thing. So be excited for them. Be Mm -hmm. grateful that you have heard the success and then imagine it's a success that you want. Even if it's not something you want, imagine it was something that you want and imagine how you would feel having created that, manifested that and and brought that into your life and feel the feelings that you would feel because just that simple act of listening to someone else's success and getting into the feeling place of it can open you up to so much more success. Wow, this is awesome. (laughs) Oh God, there is just so much value. It's it's just so good. There is just so much of value that you gave, Sandy. Thank you so much for taking time. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me.